All right, there is finally a second episode of There Will Be Banter, um, delayed by powers that we are uh, unable to foresee or control. And now that we are here, I'd like to bring in the retired CIA spook, Ronald Moeller. How are you, sir? There he is. I'm well, thank you. A nice wave to the congregation. Uh, the left's lovable, most favorite, probably, well, a soon-to-be most favorite, gun-toting liberal, Veronica. How are you? Excellent. She's excellent. It's also her cheat day, so she's actually partaking in uh, adult beverages tonight. And then we also have the world's most okayest podcaster and Green Beret, Nick Guy. How are you, sir? I'm well. And I just want to say, Please. every day is my cheat day. <laughs> and then there's me, your uh, very average, and uh, as Nick adorned me over the past few days, bourbon snob of a host. It's my job to herd cats. I'm Eric, and it's good to have you guys with us. Like I said, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but analytics play a big part into this stuff, right? And so, you know, we're right around 500 viewers and listeners from last week, so that's not bad for not knowing who the hell we are outside of Nick's audience that he created. Um, good job, team. Yeah, good job, team. Let's see if we can top that, which I think we can because – um, we're only here to grow. We're kind of like muscles. The more you exercise with us, the more we will grow. That's the worst analogy ever delivered, but you know what? There will be banter. If you listen, if you listen <laughs> to our smartness, your brain gets excited and grows. Exactly. Well, your smartness, mine is, uh, as we've proven today is non-existent. So, um, <laughs> let's go ahead and get this kind of kicked off with what was the big event last week. And I know, as I said, this is a Thursday. We're probably going to do this from a Thursday from this point on. Um, I want to try and take the feedback I received over the last you know, week and a half. And I want to just throw this into Veronica's court first um, because we did talk a little bit back and forth on it. But by all means, share with us your take on the wonderful convention that took place last week for the Republican Party. My, I will say that my favorite part was, and I'm going to butcher her last name, mm -hmm. Guilfoyle. Oh, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Yeah, whatever. Saying, saying that she's a first generation American. Puerto like Rico, you. Puerto Rico has been part of the United States since 1917, sweetheart. Like you're not, <laughs> that's not a, that doesn't, that's not a thing. So that you're was. You're about to piss off a whole bunch of Puerto Ricans right now. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> It's, it's part of the U.S. I'm sorry. Like, I don't is. know what to tell you. You're a citizen. Sorry, not sorry. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was probably one of my favorite parts. And then like Trump's speech was just awful. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which to be fair, Veronica did say Joe Biden's speech was awful as well. So yeah, they were both, they were both terrible. I will say that Trump was able to read from the teleprompter much better than you guys can hear my dog squeaking. His That's okay. We like dogs are, here. We're, we're a pet friendly um, show. But yeah, so like Biden couldn't read from the teleprompter. He got lost halfway through. It was terrible, right? Like he decided to like have a, a stroke halfway through his speech. And Trump just like breaks sentences up like Christopher Walken the entire time. It was like emphasis on the wrong parts of 
like the delivery it was just it was really fun to watch because it was really poorly executed not a great orator not a great orator no he's not um <clears throat> ron as the 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 clear trump supporter on this uh panel uh what did you think what were your takeaways well uh <laughs> Now he's got the mask. <laughs> well, I, think, I, appreciate, you know, I appreciate you having a mask because a lot of people during a speech didn't. <laughs> just stop. No, I, I, if I have to wear a mask in some, in some business establishments, I might as well wear one that, that gets people's blood pressure going. I thought it was a, a pretty, uh, I mean, yeah, I, okay. To Veronica's point, the uh, Trump's not a great orator. And he never has been, and, and I get that. That's that's fine. I mean, he he's he's not he's not going to be a Barack right. or a JFK or something like that. That's that's fine. But if you listen, if you read the words, not listen to him say them, but if you read the words, it, it laid out a pretty ambitious yet positive agenda for for the United States. I thought overall that the convention painted a a positive, uplifting vision of the United States, whereas the Democrats painted a very dire dark picture of of the of the united states and that's something that doesn't resonate well with people we'd like to we like to be stroked we like to be told you know things are going to be okay that we are we are exceptional that we are good and better days are ahead so i i thought the republicans basically ran circles around the democrats i mean you, you notice there's no there's there's been more of a bounce for trump even in the uh, the fakest of polls, um, so I, I I thought it was uh, you know overall it was considering the the limitations they had to work under they they did pretty good. Okay, and I do uh, before we get to Nick, I do want to note that because I've been noticing this for for years now, and I don't understand why it's like the Democrat Party has just gone ahead and. and just here, Republicans, you take the patriotism angle, you take the law enforcement and military angle, and we're going to just do the angle of let's change everything about the United States because it's not working. So, Nick, what, what did you take away from it? I mean, I, I'm going to echo Ron's sentiments. The, the feeling was very much a, a positive, you know, experience. Right. It, it was, and you're right, Trump is a terrible orator. He is. And my favorite thing about watching Trump when he does speeches is you can tell the exact moment he's reading the teleprompter and then he goes off script, but he doesn't really, doesn't really stray from the script. He'll just repeat something. He'll just repeat like a, a fragment of a sentence. He goes, and then we're having a, a really great <laughs> economic boom. And it is folks. It's very great. And that's his off moment. And then he's back to the script. So yeah, Street, he's a Street terrible order. Yeah. It, it, listen, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote one of those it's funny that you say that because I wrote specifically one of those down and it's so like we're gonna have that's a what vaccine. he does we're gonna have a vaccine before the end of the year or sooner that's <laughs> yeah it, or sooner, it, it's, <laughs> it's just like it, it's, it's basically like we get these little glimpses into his running internal monologue while he's reading the teleprompter and quite frankly listen I know it comes off awkward but I think it's it's really him just trying to be genuine because you know, like Trump, dislike him. At the end of the day, the guy's a billionaire. Like he's not really. Like, he's just trying to become more approachable. He doesn't know how because the guy's been rich yeah, his it's, entire it's adult too late. life. It's too but 
I, I, I think that the, the convention was very much like Trump had his Reagan 1984, and this was before I was born. So if you got, I, and probably before Veronica and Eric were born, but not no, I was Veronica. born. I, I was born in 1980. I voted for Reagan in the first election fraudulently, but I did. Fraudulently, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a mail-in ballot. Did you vote twice? Yes. As suggested <laughs> to test the system. Just wanted to see but, uh, if it worked. Just, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> He, I mean, it was honestly, it was his morning in America, it's morning in America again moment. It was the same thing that Reagan did during 84. I think it worked for him. He just highlighted how, hey, is, is your life better? Okay. Despite, you know, you take Corona out of the, out of the equation. Was your life better? And is it coming back from when Corona just devastated the United States economy? And the answer to those two questions for the majority of Americans, you know, and even if they don't like, even if they don't like the answer to the question, the answer is yes, I'm better off than I was four years Mm -hmm. ago. And okay, even if things got weird with coronavirus, yes, I'm better off now than I was back in March, April of this year. And it's a, it's, it's a very difficult question for people to answer because at the end of the day, Trump's polarizing. And if, if you absolutely hate him, you, you're not going to want to, you're going to begrudgingly admit it to yourself, but you're not going to say that. But those right. are the questions that Trump was asking. And I think for a lot of people, the answer was yes and yes. Yeah. And uh, Veronica, I'll come back to you after this, okay. but I, I, I thought it, or I've said this earlier this week is uh, the same question that Nick just said, are you better off than you were four years ago? It's kind of, it's, it's both sides, right? Because yes, me personally, I am. All politicians always ask that. I know it's cliche, but I'm better off than I was four years ago because of myself. It's nothing that, you know, the government or the president did. Mm -hmm. And this is the same thing when the previous president was, would ask the same thing. Like, yes, I've got, I have gotten better every four years of my life since I turned 18 because of things that I'm doing for myself. It has nothing to do with the president or the government, but you know, to your point, people are I think it's more like, Hey, how's your 401k looking? Right. I think how are your investments looking? Right. That's what he um, means by that. He doesn't, nobody cares left or right. How Eric's doing, how Veronica's doing, how Ron's (laughs) doing. Nobody gives a shit. Right. How Nick is doing. Absolutely nobody gives a shit how Nick's doing. I'm doing I only fine. care about how you're doing. Right. I'm, I'm doing, doing fine. Do with Nick. I, I just want to know how the mustache Veronica. is. I'm doing great. <laughs> so, okay, so let's, let's throw it back at Veronica. What, what does... Well, I think it's hard to separate that, right? Like, you, how, yeah. do you, how do you say, like, well, was your life better than coronavirus? Because the coronavirus response is relevant because the White House's response to that is important, right? And, like, the unemployment numbers and the way that we're handling, you know, people who are currently out of jobs, people whose healthcare was tied to their employment that they no longer have and where they are with that, like all of those things matter. You know, the way that public school is now being ran, um, that matters, right? People having to work a job while also homeschooling their kids is, that matters. And I, I think, you know, are you better off than you were four years ago? I'm team no kids. So I'm, you know, 30 and thriving, doing great. Yeah. But like, you know, hey, that's. I'm, I'm team I, with a kid who just started high school and she does right. it online at a, you know, through Zoom, just right. like this. And, like, and that's, but like, are my, but can I look back and say like, can, am I doing well? Sure. But are my nephews doing well? Not really. Like this is really hard for them to understand. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that are unemployed. My sister and my brother-in-law who are both, you know, college educated professionals were both furloughed for a really long 
period of time. And luckily they had savings to fall back on. But I also yeah. have a lot of friends and family that didn't have that luxury or maybe didn't make those, um, take those same steps. Right. So like, that's, I think that that matters when you're looking at like, Hey, are, were you better off four years ago? And a lot of people are a resounding fuck. No. Okay. So that, 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 that's fair. Ron, what do you, what do you say to that? Cause I know you are, um, I think you what, can right give up, yeah, I think you the well, I think you can give a, a bigger picture of it because of just well where you, you are know, in your where you are in your life at this point. Somebody that's you know collecting social security. Yeah, and not contributing to our economy in any way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's time for the first f bomb. Yes, oh, bring it. That was the meanest old person joke I've ever heard. It was. <laughs> I mean, he he did get a job though recently, so it's fine. He's back in the workforce. I did. I I did. So I, look, I'm people, are, people are hiring. Ron's proven it. <laughs> Walmart That's door right. That's... <laughs> no, but close. <laughs> um, I look terrible in a blue uh, blue jacket. Um, no, I, I I agree with everything Veronica says about you know the that it's it's very individualistic, but I think what a lot of Americans need to understand is that the the response isn't always at the federal level it we we don't have a central government that has all the answers and and can dictate all the responses we have a system called federalism and it depends a lot on the governors and we've seen 50 governors implement 50 different solutions and it's yeah in some places it's it very, hasn't worked out yeah. too well it has Cal very california I mean, i'm i'm in i'm in south dakota <laughs> And, you know, you know our, our governor, she rocks. Um, Love she can run. Yeah. Well, I'll tell, tell her, I'll tell her the husband. The population's like 12 people. It's really not that hard to govern. Oh, you are so <laughs> snobby. <laughs> wow. Typical all, all, coastal elitism. All 12 of you guys are doing great. <laughs> well, I bet she wants to, I bet she wants to disband the, uh, uh, electoral college too. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Stop Before it. we go, let's not go there yet. Stop. But hey, Veronica, <laughs> no, no, you'll, but you'll be happy to know that the first two Antifa members showed up to Ron's place of employment, so they're that's, on the radar. That's right. And <laughs> and and they 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 did not like being. I, I guess I had my bitch face on or something like that, and they did not they did not like my resting? look. So they. It's a resting <laughs> no. bitch face, Ron. RBF. Yeah. No, yeah. I I was Thank I was you, I just. I was just glaring at them. I was just, you know, and they did not appreciate that, that they were the center of my attention. I, I'm security for a casino. So in, in Deadwood. So it's, how, how um, the mighty have they, fallen. Uh, it, it, buy, it, it, it pays me ammo money. And, <laughs> I, like, I'm just here to make jokes. You know that's what? my I, job here. I, I appreciate that's pocket money. Exactly. Exactly. That's all, that's all it is. It's, it's, I'm, I'm contributing to uh, my local economy mm -hmm. by protecting, you know, because they literally, I think they wanted to cause um, an event, an incident. Mm -hmm. We, we yeah. had a s small thing in Sturgis during the rally where the, uh, the cops had to surround them and protect them. Um, it, it didn't work out so well when one of the protesters knocked over a few of the bikes oh. and, you know, like in the movie wild hogs where the bikes all sort of go chung, 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 chung. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, thank goodness for the, uh, the, the local sheriff's department and police force there. They, uh, they protected them. So it, 
so we had we had a couple of these folks show up in Deadwood, which was what a mistake. It was right in the middle of a a, a car show of of old muscle cars and things like that. And um, I think every third person was wearing either a Trump face mask for those that wore face masks, a Trump hat, a Trump T-shirt. And a lot of the vehicles were flying Trump flags. <laughs> it Seems was... like a fashion faux pas. It's safe to say Trump is popular. It's in the called Black high Hill. fashion. <laughs> look it up. Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> Corona couture. Yeah. Corona couture. <laughs> there All right. You so, so last word on this, uh, you know, convention or whatever it is we've devolved into at this point. We'll throw it to Nick, and then we'll move on. Nick. Last word. First yeah. off, I just want to clarify: I've never seen wild hogs. I haven't either. It's an old person movie. S- second, why I've seen, they them, in, I've seen them in person and shot no them respect. in the face, but I've never why, actually. Why, why they would show up to Sturgis is beyond me because that's just Seriously, stupid. Seriously, though. Hey, and you know, third, scouts do weird things. They, yes, they do. And, and <laughs> third, um, you know, I'm not even going to say because I'm just going to cause an argument. So we'll, let's just move on. Okay, let's 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 just move on. Nick doesn't want to cause an argument, which I feel like he was about to because he accused I, Monica I, I of want wanting to cause to do, the argument, wanted, but I know that we're strapped for time. We're doing good so far, but I do remember you saying you were you were trying to accuse Veronica of wanting to abolish the electoral college. Veronica, would I you mean, like to respond to that real quick? I don't why I don't know why Nick's making assumptions about me. That's what we do well, on the right, remember? Well, just like the left just, does to the right, well, the right does to the left. Stereotype. Veronica, this is the internet. You said one thing. I took it way out of context and I <laughs> ran with it. I let oh. my imagination just do crazy things and then I accused you of something. Yep. You know That's what's out of hand? Right. You and that mustache. Don't appreciate <laughs> it. The shots are fired. Don't appreciate physical. it. Hey, we do not attack <laughs> physical appearance on this show, okay? <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. <laughs> Okay, as I uh, take another sip of the finest Stag Junior from Buffalo Trace, let's move on to the young man who has caused a uh, – in the era that we're in with all the memes and the video memes, if that's a thing, uh, this kid is going to live in infamy one way or the other forever. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen most of them. I think Nick probably has. Ron probably has. I don't know about Veronica. Um, but Kyle Rittenhouse injected himself into the 2020 narrative rather unceremoniously <laughs> a few weeks, well, about a week and a half ago. Um, Veronica, I know, like, like I said, you, you had a, a very different take on it as I watched on Facebook, which I, <laughs> it's not that I thought you would. I just, I mean, I knew you'd have something to say. I just, I didn't know you would take it to the, the, to the position that you did. And it's cool because I already right. know this. Every story is viewed through an individual lens and we all right. see it differently. So what was your takeaway overall on what Kyle Rittenhouse did, given everything that I, 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 I sent out for you guys to check out, um, all the own independent research I'm sure you guys have all done. Um, but overall, at this point, as far removed as we are from the situation today, where do you come out on that whole situation so i and again like i feel like i need to reiterate for everybody listening like i am a gun owner yep my my boyfriend and i have varying uh opinions on this whole situation my two roommates are also gun owners i live in a small arsenal right we're all (laughs) we're all two a advocates in this house so we stand um, the second amendment oh yeah um with that said i don't 
I think this is an issue of obviously like legality and morality for me. And I, without a doubt, he broke the law, at least a misdemeanor, right? Because as a, as a 17 year old right. in Wisconsin, there. the misdemeanor's there. As a 17 year old in the state of Wisconsin, short of having, uh, short of hunting, he cannot have a, possess a rifle, right? We know this. Um, and I can, I can give you guys the, the links to all of the like statutes for that if you need, need to. With that said, I've watched, so then I believe it was the New York Times and a couple other organizations put together a lot of cell phone footage from different angles on what happened that night. Mm -hmm. And from what it looks like, there was obviously an altercation between Kyle Rittenhouse and the first guy. And what happened between there's a little muggy, Kyle shot the first guy, then stood over his body for a while, realized he fucked up and then started to leave the scene. There's a phone call that's made. He calls a friend of his who then corroborated that he said, I think I just killed somebody. Was so that that's, the first guy or the third this guy? Is the first, this is the first guy. Okay. So then people start saying, hey, stop him, stop him. Okay. He just shot somebody. That's when, the second, that's when a second guy goes after him. He shoots at him, doesn't hit him. The third guy goes after him with the skateboard. That's when he shoots and kills that, that guy. I believe his name was Anthony. And then mm -hmm. the fourth guy gets shot in the arm with the yep. pistol. With the gun. Um, with the gun. You know, so the self-defense um, argument's really hard for me to swallow because one, he shouldn't have been there. So like already you're committing a crime. Castle doctrine does not apply to you. You do not get to post up on somebody else's private property, on somebody else's business and defend it, um, especially when you don't even legally live in that state. On top of all of that, you know, everybody's like, well, you know, he's defending himself, he's defending himself. After he shot the first guy and essentially fled the scene from what it looks like from all of the collected cell phone footage and the witness statements, what about the rights of the people, whether or not you agree with the, their political leanings, what about the right of the people there to defend themselves? And, you know, flip it around if you had an Antifa member or a Black Lives Matter Matters member, you know, shoot somebody at a whatever, right? Of some other right-leaning rally. And the crowd goes after him to subdue him until the cops can take him off. That's, I mean, that's essentially the same narrative here. But the problem is that I think in these discussions, we get muddied with whether or not we agree with the protest or the rally or the riots, if you want, or the reason that the group of people were there to begin with. Right regardless of all of that take that out that's a whole other that's a whole other discussion kyle as an individual broke the law in my eyes you know he's obviously being charged with these things now whether or not they stick is a whole other right. story we all know how our legal system works and all you have to throw do is, it all at him and hope it sticks right and you know ultimately it's going to be who has the most compelling argument it, whether or not it's the truth is to be determined right like we've seen that with like say oj doesn't yeah. matter right <laughs> But I, I personally don't, I don't morally agree with, with him being there and what happened. So okay. that's, that's my take on it. As a gun owner, like I don't, I don't agree with it. Well, I think a lot of people have pointed out that um, if you're going to go to the scene of something, whether you're looking for that confrontation or not, you may find yourself in it. Yeah. Um, now, Ron, Linwood... Hold on, Ron. Actually, Lynn can, Wood, can, I, can I? Yeah, no, I'm going I'm to come to you. But Lynn Wood, the, the, the attorney for, you know, Richard Jewell from the 
famous Atlanta bombing during the Olympics has taken up the defense of this young man. So Ron, given everything that you know on the situation, because I know like when we talked about it last week, um, you, I think felt differently from me, but hearing what Veronica said, what, how do you feel based on what she said, but also how do you feel overall? Well, this is going to surprise the audience and I, I think Veronica too, but I agree more with her than, than with. No, that's what I thought you, I, I thought that's so, the route you'd go because based I, on what you said last week. But I mean, first off, you know, the, uh, the stories that you sent us, I mean, they, they couldn't even get the simple facts, right. The, uh, you know, he's an Illinois resident and, mm -hmm. but the one, one story had him, had him residing in same name of the town, but in Wisconsin. So, you know, never trust, never trust a, a foreign reporter. Um, but, uh, it was Indian for those dots, it, not feathers. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I mean, a lot of people said, yeah, but the first guy that he killed, you know, he was a registered sex offender, convicted pedophile, whatever. Yeah. It, it doesn't, that doesn't justify what he did. You know, he literally, he, 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 he was, a, he was, a, he was, a, he was a minor with, with some pretty strong, I mean, he's got some skills. We got that. Um, everybody commented on, Ooh, yeah, you know, please. sign this guy up onto 11 Bravo contract right away. But I think uh, he, went, he, he, he went, he went there, <laughs> right, he went exactly. there looking, he went there looking, he went there looking for trouble yep. for a confrontation and he found it. Found it. Uh, he was, uh, and it was, it, it was extraordinarily unfortunate. I, I don't think that he, uh, you know, the, the killing of any of those people was justified the uh, because he was he shouldn't have been there and even though the first individual yes he was a registered sex offender that doesn't justify what what kyle did and the other guys yeah I, he he was fleeing the scene and he was trying to get away and he was defending himself but yeah it's like you shouldn't again you shouldn't have been there in the first place mm -hmm. and um bravo that you that you you were alive but still it's I just, I just think it was, it, it's just a bad situation. And this young, you know, and, and some people are trying to compare him to the, um, the, the young man who uh, just won the, uh, the defamation suit, the out of court settlement with the Washington Post, who was confronted by the, uh, the uh, American Indian activist for wearing oh, yeah, a yeah, Make yeah. America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't Nick, remember his Nick, name. Nick something, I think. Nick Sandman. 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 Yeah. Some people are trying to compare him to that. But again, Nick didn't go there looking for a confrontation. They were on a, a tour of Washington. Right. And, um, but this guy, you know, he, deli he, he made the conscious decision. He, he woke up one morning, he packed up his stuff, got in a car, drove there said i'm going to defend this piece of property the owner didn't ask him to nobody on that block asked him to and he he was looking for a confrontation he wanted he wanted to cause violence and that just no i i think the rule of law is the most important thing in this country oh yeah the, Absolutely. and I, you know despite our you know something you know the, the two-tier justice system that we we see sometimes occurring and things like that. I really believe that we, we cannot start taking the law into our own hands and we can't go around justifying post incident killing of an, of another, of another individual. I mean, that may work good in the jury, but it morally it's, it's reprehensible. 
Okay, and then uh, just before I throw it to Nick, um, from I, I looked into this a little bit more, and supposedly, and this is where I want to like play devil's advocate a bit because supposedly he was in Kenosha to clean graffiti. Fine, but what makes you bring the AR with you? And so I will. I will go to Nick now on that. I have an answer. <laughs> I I have. I'm actually really proud of myself. I've just been as a as a person. I've grown that I can at this point, thirty years in, I can keep my mouth shut and listen to other opinions. I'm proud of you, Nick. That. I'm very I proud you. of you. I think it's the mustache. It's it is the, mu- the the mustache is literally up to my it's ante by source of years source of years. wisdom. Yep. Yeah. It it Ron, it, it works I, for I him. derive all wisdom from the mustache. Like you a wisdom. You need some more spirit gum, Nick. Your mustache is drooping on that side. <laughs> All right, so I kind of want to take this point by point here, okay? Because I am—I'm not going to play devil's advocate because this is what I actually believe. All right, first off, listen, yeah, there, there, there is a wisdom in knowing when to fight and when not to fight. There is, but I'm also—I'm not going to say, well, he shouldn't have been there because I'm not—I'm not in the—I am not in the business of victim blaming. I'm not. And, and people will fuck – I know people are going to crucify me, but the few people that watch this are going to say this. I'm saying this is the same exact – that's the exact same argument intellectually as saying that's what she was wearing. She was asking for it. That's what I'm going to say. And I, I see Veronica I see Veronica shaking her head, but intellectually, <laughs> intellectually, intellectually, that's the same argument. He shouldn't have put himself in that position. She, she shouldn't have put herself in that situation. It's both bullshit. I don't, I don't subscribe to that argument for any of those situations. Going beyond, he was in Kenosha already cleaning up graffiti. Yep. We know that. He did not take the AR over state lines. Okay. Kenosha is a 20-minute drive. He worked in Kenosha mm-hmm. as a lifeguard. He had connections to it. Now, some of the things I have, I have read – was that the business owner had asked people to defend his property. Do I, do, am I going to say that, that the, I'm not going to argue to the validity of that. It's just something I've read. Was the business owner had asked people to defend his property. And I'm not even going to go into, because Ron says, it is immaterial. The fact that he killed a pedophile, a wife beater, and a convicted felon who was photographed with a gun. It is immaterial. It totally is. Here's how I saw the breakdown. There's about 47 minutes of film of the first guy that got smoked at the gas station where Kyle and his buddies were. Yep. And that was 47 minutes of footage of that confrontation just bubbling up. So you had those guys that were there. They were saying, hey, here it is. They were armed. Yeah, they were doing the LARPer thing. I get it. I, well, I don't get it because I don't fucking LARP. <laughs> but, but they were there, and this guy was all over cell, cell phone footage, instigating shit. The guy was going nuts. That first guy, dude, he was yeah. dropping, like, N-bombs. He was calling, oh, yeah. like, all these white people, like, like the N-word. Like, it, shoot me, N-word. Was, shoot me. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's trying to instigate, telling him to shoot him, shoot him. He was getting up in people's faces. Even the other protesters were like, uh, dude. Slow your fucking roll right, right. now. Yeah, you they sound were like a crazy back. person. Yeah. And there is a lot of footage. So this wasn't like the it wasn't like some 
It wasn't or, an organic incident. And the next footage we have is Kyle running, running, and the first guy chasing him with a lit bottle. But because the guy is an idiot and nobody actually knows how Molotov cocktails work, they like if you put in the hands of an average Antifa, I do. Idiot, well, Rod knows. Of course, Rod. Of course, the CIA knows how it, of it provides explosive he, Ron, devices. Work. Ron would show up in like Caracas with like a like a crate full of like a crate full <laughs> of humanitarian gifts for the people. And he's like coming around the corner with his finger up on the. He goes, may or may not have already done it. May yeah, may have. So he throws something at it at at Kyle. Mm. It was lit in the cell in the cell phone cell phone footage I saw. The rag was lit, but because he doesn't know how a Molotov works, it basically just shatters at his feet. In my opinion, somebody throws a Molotov cocktail at me, I'm, and I'm taking away, oh, should he not have been there? Should he not? Because at the end of the day, the court is going to look at whether or not it was a self-defense scenario. Outside, yeah, he'll, mm. he will be charged with the misdemeanor with the rifle. He didn't take the rifle over state lines. We know that. It was, it's, it's owned by somebody in Kenosha. Um, outside, should he have ha- should he have been there or not? It doesn't matter because I'm I'm arguing. My point is, it, it's moot. It's like it, it, we already covered that. He throws something. If somebody throws a Molotov cocktail at me, I'm gonna think that it, it's it's a life or death situation. He turns around, fires two shots. One grazes him in the head. The other hits him in the femoral artery in his groin, bleeds out, and of course the freaking Antifa medics don't know how to do a fucking blood swipe. So the guy bled out in front of them while everybody was taking photos. He dies. All right. Yeah, you're right. He's like, fuck. Now you're 17 years old. You just killed somebody. Of course. You're like, what the fuck? You're going to try to get the fuck out of there. The crowd follows him. That's when skate, he shot at somebody else. He missed. I don't know. I'm going to admit, I don't know the circumstances to that. So I'm not going to defend those shots that Veronica mentioned at somebody and miss because I don't know the circumstances. He somehow falls. Skateboard dude comes up wielding the skateboard. First off, a skateboard will absolutely split your skull open and you'll fucking die. You will. It's a, it's a deadly weapon. Somebody's swinging. I'm putting myself in that situation. Somebody swings a skateboard at me. I view that as a threat. He shoots him. The third shot, that guy came up, and there are photos that the New York Times published of the guy raising his hand, walking towards him, mm-hmm. and then the second photo, pulling the gun up while this hand is still fucking up. It's a, a false surrender that was designed to kill this designed to kill this kid. This guy was going up to shoot this kid dead, and he shot him. And that guy died. That guy lived. Uh, he, his arm shot is a mangled mess, mm-hmm. but it, he lived. And outside the fact that that was a felon with a pistol, I'm, we're not even going to touch that. So I think me personally, I think all three outside the legality of him having a rifle, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because it is still a self-defense shoot. They're still going to frame it as it was him or the other person. Now to Veronica's point, if, if we swapped, if we swap the ideologies here, I still, I, I think, Ryan, I'm going to disagree with you respectfully because in Portland, I, I, I watched about, at this point, six or seven different footages of that Trump supporter being killed. 
And I, in my personal opinion, that was a targeted killing. Somebody yells out, we got one over here. We got two shots. Now we got a guy in the, uh, in lying dead in the street with, with two sucking chest wounds or dying in the street with two sucking chest wounds. Nobody has been arrested for that. Vice literally ran an article with the dude who did that. And no arrests have been made. Vice interviewed the guy and he claimed it was self-defense because he was a Trump supporter and he feared for his life. He wasn't armed. He didn't have anything in his hands. They had previously identified him as part of being the Patriot, uh, Patriot Prayer uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. group yeah, at the gas the station in Portland. They knew him from before. They said, hey, there's one. The guy shot the guy twice in cold blood. That is different. I'm not going to – those two situations are different, and that is a hill I'm willing to die on in saying those two situations are different. So I will sit here – and I will gladly take my licks for disagreeing with Veronica and Ron. Um, but I feel very strongly about this. Um, outside of that, I think that the Second Amendment, you still have a right to self-defense in this country, no matter how old you are. And I'm saying there is legal precedent. Uh, just last year, a 14-year-old smoked two would-be home invaders with an AR-15. Castle Doctrine applies there. So it's, it's in, that state, in, in that state, there was no Castle Doctrine. Okay, all right. It's a state law. All right. At this point, I'm viewing it as a right to self-defense. And now I will take my beating. Yeah, take your beating. <laughs> all right, Veronica, fire back before we move on to, are you buying it or are you not so, buying it? So I'd like to first off say that victim blaming and drawing a false <laughs> parallel to the psychology that is rape is not the same thing. Women don't get raped because of what they wear. Women get raped because people are terrible but and that includes and that has nothing to do with and that's not just women that's also men right you're right and i'm gonna say advocating your second amendment right is not an invitation for somebody to escalate things to actual physical violence agree that's the only parallel i'm not not comparing to that that point that's how i feel about the third gentleman who walked up with a pistol we tend to idolize this 2a you know in all of the shootings that end up happening in the u.s it's always well a shot a shooter or a gun owner stopped another shooter, stopped this tragedy from happening because they had a gun or whatever, right? Like gun owners stop gun owners or whatever the logic is behind that. And from the perspective I can imagine of the people at this rally, riot, whatever you want to categorize it at, but these group of people watching this child, they don't know how old he is. They just know it's a guy with a gun who has now shot and killed one person, ran, shot at another person, and now shot a third person or shot at and hurt another person at this point it looks like a shooter right and on all of these situations as americans we always talk about especially the 2a the 2a folk are always talking about oh well if i had my gun this is what i would do so him pretending to hold his hands up to try to put this kid in a vulnerable position like I get that. That to me, in my mind, is self-defense, right? Because you're trying to stop a situation from escalating, which it's already, it already has. The kid being there is, is relevant because he shouldn't have been there, period. Um, so the here's part the thing, that, though. So Wait, the, hold on, the, Nick. The last Let, thing I'd like to say, got... it, did, it did show in secondary footage um, that it wasn't a Molotov cocktail. It was yeah. a plastic bag that was thrown in <laughs> at Kyle. It wasn't a Molotov. It was a plastic bag that did not hit him. So that's not saying a lot to. of things, but it was it on fire because the footage looked like it was on no, fire. It, there's a second video that shows that it was a plastic right, bag. I, and, I, I haven't seen that, but yeah. to that point, 
of, oh, we talk about good guys with guns stopping bad guys with guns. But at that point, we had people who were attacking him. That's like if – so taking this argument, it would be like, listen, you and I, we're all four of us are sitting at, I don't know, Cabo San Lucas. Oh, sweet. Always wanted to go. Right? Hey, listen, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to lighten the mood here. Guy comes up with a knife. Do I have an umbrella drink? Yes, you do, yes, you Ron. Do. And guess what? It is extra fruity for you. It's delicious. <laughs> it's sweet. It's melting, so it's running. It, it's it's trapped in that mustache. The flavored savers yes, and full oh, effect. God, I but anyways, knew he was gonna do that. So at, at this point, it would be like if somebody walked up with a knife, oh, okay, or a skateboard, anything that could be used as a deadly weapon outside the plastic bag. Because again, I did not see that. What I saw, the footage I saw, looked like something shattered on the ground. It looked like something was on fire. But if somebody walked up with a knife, and I pull out my gun and shoot that guy now you're saying like everybody else if we're using this argument of oh a good guy with a gun stopping a bad guy with a gun if then people should draw down on me and shoot me because i've just utilized i've utilized deadly force to stop a threat towards my life but that's what's happened it wasn't like a guy walked into a church he didn't walk in and start opening fire in that case if somebody went up to him or even if a felon with a gun shot him that would be a good that would be a good shoot in my opinion if if kyle walked up into this crowd and just started wasting people and somebody shot at him that's a good shoot that's self-defense but if somebody uses a gun in the course of self-defense and then somebody else with a gun goes to stop him that's not the same as saying, let's well, this, the, the, the we have to call the talk about. This. Okay, let, let, let's not have the trial this. tonight. Veronica, what do you got? 30 seconds. What do you got, Veronica? We need to call the situation what it is. He illegally used a gun. Illegally. He's not a legal gun owner. That matters. Okay. All right. So now we, you, yeah, you've, heard all, you've heard all sides. Well done, Veronica. You get the last word. <laughs> yeah, well you've done. heard all sides in between. So real quick, I'm going to come to Ron before we get out of here. I... I slight movie news segment um local story we're gonna go are you buying it or are you not buying it the leader of the uh the house majority leader nancy pelosi was recently caught on video (laughs) frequenting a hair salon here in the lovely bay area of san francisco where the entire city is still shut down she held a press conference to say that she was quote set up ron buying it or not buying it real quick the rules don't apply to me. No, of course not. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy got caught. And, uh, you know, it, it, in the big scheme of things, it doesn't make any difference. But it just points out the arrogance of the political elite, the, the, ruling, the, the supposed ruling class. Outstanding. And Nick, we'll come to you real quick before we give Veronica the last word and get the hell out of here for this week. Same, same thing as Ron. Rules not for buying me, it, not huh? for me. Not buying it. You could pay me to buy that and i'm not buying it i you're not listen i'm no professional shopper i'm not buying this <laughs> shit. i'm not mystery shopper no listen it's the same thing as fouchy at the ball game you oh, know yeah. like the exactly. guy it's the exact perfect, same perfect situation analogy. and then if she's gonna say oh they set me up for political gain it's the bay area i could count one on can one hand blow out many, you can go and stay in dc exactly i can count on one hand how many people would actually are against nancy pelosi in the bay area not buying it one bit all right veronica what do you got before we get the hell up out of this place 
Hell no, no, not buying it. That <laughs> appointment was made in advance. Like, what? What a crock of shit, lady. Come on, just say like, man, I fucked up. Like, that's it. Leave that's it all at you that. gotta do. Like, we're we're the greatest in this country for just giving people the the benefit of the doubt when you just admit it. All right, so that was it. That was there will be banter. Remember, you may not think like us, but chances are you think like one of us. We'll see you next week, hopefully. <laughs> I love it. Hey, look at I that. I love that. It's like I rehearsed this. All right, see you later. God help us. I love you guys.